Welcome to the Find Your Awesome Podcast. My name is Kelsey Abbott and I'm your host. I'm a transformational leader and an instigator of joy. And I use human design, professional coaching, and intuition to help people relax into their true essence so they can experience more ease, abundance, and joy. And before we go anywhere else, I have a couple announcements. One, I'm taking on some new one-on-one long-term coaching clients coming up in 2022. So stay tuned to my email list for more information about that. If you're not already on that list, get yourself on it. And you can do that at kelseyabbott.com. And then secondly, mini sessions are going to continue because they were so much fun. These are 30 minute sessions where you bring a thing And we use that thing, we use your human design to examine that thing, to do some laser coaching around that thing. And that thing can be, how do I take better care of my physical body? How can I run my business in a way that is aligned with my design? How can I improve my relationships, specific relationships aligned with my human design? Just how do I live more in alignment with my design in this particular way? Bring a narrow enough focus because we are getting it done in 30 minutes. So I started mini sessions in December and it was an experiment and I had no idea if they would continue beyond December. They are going to continue beyond December, but the price is going up that first week in January. So if you want to lock in the current price, book your session before January 3rd. That doesn't mean you have to actually do your session before January 3rd. It means you just book it before then. All right. So here we are. The end of what was a real doozy of a year, 2021. I learned so much. I don't regret any of it. I am grateful for all of it. And it was a lot. It was hard. And I'm excited for 2022. I'm excited to allow the next year to unfold, to see what wisdom is in store for me, to see what the universe brings to me, to respond to, to just, to, to be here for it. And I'm so glad that you're here for it with me. I am so grateful to all of you who listen to the Find Your Awesome podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. You know, I don't actually look at the numbers for my podcast. I've never looked at the numbers for my podcast. So I always just assume no one's listening. So anytime I hear that somebody is listening, I'm like, oh my goodness, that's amazing. Thank you so much. So if that, if you needed to hear that right now, just thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. You can always reach out to me through my website or directly emailing me, Kelsey at KelseyAbbott.com. Now, this week's episode with Amy White again, because we do this every month. It feels like we've been doing it every month for years, but somehow I only met Amy in 2021. (laughs) Somehow, because the teacher appears when the student is ready. This is something Amy says all the time. The teacher appears when the student is ready. And when the student is ready, the teacher disappears. I really feel like Amy is that the word teacher is a little funny for me, but I'm going to use it here because that's the original quote. Amy is that teacher for me and she is here right now. And I know that someday she will disappear, but I am very excited that she is here doing life with me right now and sharing her wisdom and the, the words and the wisdom of the greater consciousness with all of us. So in this beautiful, wonderful, magical episode that I love very much. Amy gives us everything the greater consciousness wants us to know and understand for January, 2022. We're going to take this big year one bite at a time. We are going to live our wellness and you got to listen to the episode to find out what that means. All right. I'm going to get out of the way now and let you listen to all of this goodness. I love you. I adore you. You are a magical miracle. And I am so incredibly grateful for you. Go forth and be awesome. It's Amy Day and I'm so excited. Welcome. Oh man. Thank you. I am equally excited. I 
I really do put a little gold star on my calendar when I know that these, these uh, times are coming up with you. And I was just saying before we started recording, this is the last like big thing I'm doing this year around my work, you know, officially anyway, <laughs> I don't know. I don't get to turn off the switch, but, um, but officially, and I just, this is such an amazing way to end 2021. Yeah. What is, how would you describe your experience of 2021? Uh, it, you know, 2021 took me deep, deep into the shadow, deep into, you know, I almost, I almost liken it to the story of Anana and, and, you know, the going into the underworld and exploring the underworld. And I don't know if you know that story, if you're, if you're, listeners do but it's it's really interesting because instead of pushing against being kidnapped and taken into the you know down into the underworld anana finds her way to become an equal with the king of the underworld and they rule the underworld together and not in an underworld darkness evil way right it's just the it's the it's the converse of the upper world, right? It's just the other side of it. I, I, I resonate really deeply with the story, but also just within my own personal path. I have so much Scorpio in my chart and Pluto in my chart that it's, it's a little bit crazy, but most of my planets are below the horizon line in, the, in my astrology chart. So that, that idea of understanding the flow between the underworld and the upper world to me feels like it's part of the reason that I'm here. And 2021 was like, Hey, y'all, here's the door. <laughs> Come on down. Um, and not in, in, you know, interestingly, not in bad ways, 2021 overall was an amazing year. Um, it was very, it was a very good year for me personally and professionally, but there was, you know, there's, there's that work that I was being invited and I'll use work loosely you know, but those experiences, the expansion that my inner being was saying, this, the time is right for this. It's ripe for this. Um, yeah. And I think, I think many of us went through some similarities in that, like it was both good and it didn't feel so good at the same time, or it was aligned and didn't feel so aligned at the same time. Um, very, very interesting year I think overall and one that was super different than anything that I remember experiencing you know yeah. it didn't have that normal cadence you know we talked a lot about that over this year of doing this podcast together and how the energy really shifted from month to month you know one month we were riding a bike on the ocean another month we were in the corral waiting to start our marathon another month we were on the course you know another month it was this kind of time for quiet and respite and, and then, you know, on and on and on. And, and it really did, the energy did shift that dramatically from month to month to month. And of course, not like on the first of every month it shifted, <laughs> you know, you and I have talked a lot about that. And especially when you look at like the predictors of energy and the, and the way that energy starts to manifest itself here on the planet, you and I, and probably many of your audience members uh, tend to feel into that energy or recognize the shift in the energy even before the global conscious awareness is here. Mm -hmm. And there was a lot of that too. And it's kind of like having a looking glass into how things were going to pivot or shift during the course of the year and still getting, you know, still being in the feels of all of it as it was happening. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that your description of 2021 is it's totally aligned with mine. It was like, it kicked my butt and it was just, and you said this to me a long time ago, there was going to be a lot of being a beginner yeah. for me in 2021. And it was get knocked down, get up again, get knocked down, get up again. Even with like two weeks left in the year, it reminds me of my swim coach as a kid we'd have five minutes left of practice and be like, okay, there's only five minutes left. He can't throw anything hard at us. And then you throw this crazy hard set and we'd be like, 
oh, never underestimate the last five minutes of practice. And it's like, never <laughs> underestimate the last couple of weeks of the year. You got one more chance to get knocked down. I shouldn't say that. I should, there's still a week left. I mean, yeah. there's still more chances to get knocked down so I can get up again, so I can learn, yeah. so I can experience the rebirth. Yeah, absolutely. And I think rebirth is a big, rebirth is a big word for me, um, you know, as we're coming to the end of this year, because it feels like, and we were talking about this a few minutes ago before we started recording, 2022 to me is about integration, you know, but as part of the integration of 2021 and, you know, probably this past year plus, there's also this, this blooming or rebirthing of who each one of us is and who we are evolving into, you know, and it's less, it's less about like, let's pick your goal and pick, you know, pick your role and pick your identity and, and more about allowing, allowing the, the new, the new skin, right. To be visible, allowing this new version or aspect of our evolution to show itself. And then to, to do that in a way that allows the integration of what we've learned, what we've experienced the clarity that we have on the things that we like and the things that we don't like, what we want in our lives, what we, we no longer feel serves us in our lives. And it's, and it's not that it's something new that we've done. I mean, many of us who are on the path, the spiritual path, whatever that looks like individually, we've gone through these cycles of exploration and rebirthing and allowing the unfolding, but there's something that's really big about 2022 that feels so primed for this bigger, fuller stepping into this broader energetic presence of who we each are. You know, I feel, I feel like I'm not the same person as I was at the start of 2021. That's true of every year, but it feels more feels more. There's some more exclamation points behind that this year. And yet I'm kind of like, I don't know, like, okay, so what is this new version of me supposed to do? How am I supposed to be? It's like, okay, I'm wearing these new shoes. What do I do with them? Like, what do they have like jets in them or like, what, how do I wear this? (laughs) Yeah. And you're not, and you're definitely not alone in that. You know, I think we might've talked about on the podcast last time, but one of the things that the greater consciousness has been saying over the last couple of months is this idea that we're in the bardoist of bardos, you know, and the bardo being the space between, right? In the in Buddhism, the space between lifetimes. And in, in this in this life experience, to me, the bardo really represents like we're not who we once were, and we're still le- growing into or learning to integrate who we who we are now becoming, and it's not like we just were saying a few minutes ago, this isn't about setting down a path and saying like, this is who I want to be when I grow up. This is allowing the evolution and the expansion of all that has been to allow us to be all that we can be in the moments. And there's no, there's no end zone. There's no finish line, right? We're just, it's a, it's a continued cycle. I will say in the greater consciousness is really putting an exclamation point on this, that the last couple of years, we probably won't experience it like that again, not in that way. You know, I think there's from everything that I can tune into and sense into the, the transformation, the metamorphosis that's happening here on the planet, it's going to happen over the, you know, over the course of several more years, you know, 2022 isn't going to end it. I remember coming to the end of 2020 and being like, yes, 2020 is going to be over. We're going to put this pandemic shit behind us. Like life's going to go on. And then I think a lot of us sat like midway through 2021, scratching our heads, like what, what happened? (laughs) You know, the the year ended, we put it behind us. Why, why, you know, why does it feel like this? And so I think, I think for 2022, it, you know, it's the same story. We're not, something doesn't end and then begin, but it's, we're transitioning and we're evolving. And that evolution, again, both the greater consciousness was just saying it's bigger, it's bigger than anything any of us have ever experienced. And this evolution 
evolutionary time is what most of us came into this experience for and have been, have been holding space for it. Some of us, most of our lives, like in creating that space and learning to hold that space. I can't, you just said most of us. And I just, my heart goes out hugely to the people who didn't sign up for to be here for this wild time. Well, I think, I think all of us signed up to be here for this wild time. I think some of us came in with a, with a purpose to create, learn how to create and hold space for this time that our training began early, early on. Mm-hmm. So that's mo- That's the, that's okay. where the differentiator is. I think we're all here for it though, you know, in our human, in our human thinking minds and our human experience, there's lots of us, I'm sure that are going like the hell I did. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I didn't sign up for this. This is not the spiritual journey I thought I was taking, but, you know, but I feel like in the way that I'm shown that we all signed up to be here, but what we've all had different roles in this. You know, and I think that there's a lot of us that are here and especially, you know, again, in the audience that you have that came in for the purpose of really starting this holding of space and creating of space for this transformation decades ago. I mean, some of us like right out of the womb, you know, mm-hmm. here we are, we're here to, to learn how to be these space creators and space holders. So not everybody has to be that. And it wouldn't make sense for everyone to be that. Yeah. I think some people had to get the tools in their early years. Yeah. And then, and then find the shift, but human design says we start a new paradigm in 2027. Again, not on January 1st, 2027 or January 22nd, when it's human design new year, it's not like a a switch flips. But like, you know, 2020, 2021, like we are moving towards that new paradigm. That's why everything is exploding. Yeah. And this is part of the process, but I too have this feeling like 2020 and 2021 were the big explosions. Yeah. We're going to keep evolving. The the tower, the tower card and the tarot, you know, it's, it, it really, it really did. And, and I think, I think what 2022 is bringing is this we talked about this a little bit before the recording and, and I don't have better words for it. So I'm just going to use the words that I'm translating from the greater consciousness, but the splitting, splitting of timelines and not from, a, you know, not from this idea that some, some group of us is going to be left behind, you know, but that there, but that there is the opportunity for us to be participative in this, continued evolution, focusing in on what is being rebuilt, what is being built new. And then there's this uh, other focus on what is being torn down. And that's sort of the split. So how do we, how do we look at the coming years? Well, we've already seen from the last two years that the things that aren't serving are starting to crumble. You know, the things that maybe have been hidden in the shadows, the things that we thought were not part of our society anymore have come to the surface and, and for the purpose of disintegrating for the purpose of coming apart, but you can't have one without the other. So with everything that's come apart or is coming apart or that may come apart, there is an equal, you know, other side of the spectrum where things are being birthed and created and new is already in the mix. So it's happening simultaneously. This resonates with me so much back. Like you just explained like the last decade for me, the, <laughs> like, cause I feel like a lot of us who are the space holders, some of us are here to play in the light and some of us are here to help navigate people through the darkness. And of course, right. all of us can do both, but I really think there, there is a, we have different zones of genius yeah. and some people are meant to tear it all down to just like be shouting, not this, not this. And others of us are the, are the builders. Yep. Building the new. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And I think where we get confused as humans is when we start to put um, judgment on each one of those roles, right? Well, this is bad and this is good. And, you know, these are bad people and these are good people because it is all happening in such a way that um, it's enhancing the experience. You know, and it's funny because one of the things that I'm, I uh, really associate with like the crow or the raven because the, the, they're the messengers that swoop between, right? The shadow and the light, the shadow and the light. And I feel like for me, part of my, my role here on this planet is to be able to navigate both. And I think there's a lot of us doing that same thing. And I, so for 2022, the, I, I really feel like we, we get to make a choice. How do we focus our attention? Do we focus on the shadow? Do we focus on what's coming apart? Do we focus on what's crumbling? Do we focus on who's acting in, in bad behavior? Or do we focus on where things are being reborn, where things are being created? You know, out of all of this, the, the ingenuity and the artists of all makes, shapes, and models from technology to business to banking to, you know, produce to, to agriculture, to all of these things, to the earth itself, you know, it's, it, it's not one aspect or the other, it's both happening simultaneously. But again, where we focus our attention is really how we will experience the next several years. I'm, I'm right there with you. This yeah. feels so true. It is. It is to me. I mean, it definitely feels like my, when I, when I hear this and when I feel into it, it feels like such truth. Mm -hmm. You know, we were talking earlier about before we started recording about you, you kind of process the messages from the greater consciousness as memory. So you don't know what, you know, what they've told you, what they're telling you for the first time, unless they tell you they're telling you for the first time. And for me, a lot of this, a lot of the things you, you share from the greater consciousness, it lives in my body. I don't know how long it's lived there, but it's not until you share it that I'm like, Oh, there's a label for that. There's like words to describe that. Mm. Yeah. I just, yes. I love that you, you make sense. of. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny so because much. I feel the same way when I, especially when I go back and listen to podcasts or interviews or, or, you know, even my own events. Uh, and I, and I listen to the words that come through and I, and they really, it's amazing how much they resonate with me at a different level as I'm doing the channeling versus when I go back and listen to it. But it is, yeah, it's a really interesting feeling to have this all and the same, I, what you just said is so perfect because it is that so resonant in my body that I can't tell if it's something new that I'm hearing <laughs> or if I've known this all along or if I've said it before or, you know, if it's the first time saying it because of that energetic resonance and it's big, you know, and, 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 and just to kind of take it a step further, it's one of the things we, I, I know we talked about maybe earlier this year about this idea of this time being a time of taking personal responsibility and coming into alignment with what each one of us feels is our truth. And, and this really plays big into it because I feel like the way that the words that come through from the greater consciousness land to each person who hears it is so different based on the individual truth that resides within each person. And so and it can, it can give the same feeling, but it can be a different truth that bubbles up or a different resonation. Is that a word? Resonance. <laughs> different resonance of, <laughs> we make up words all the time. Yes. Um, a different resonance of the truth, of the, of the way the truth lands. It's very cool. That is very cool. It's kind of like, I mean, we never know how other people see the color purple, for instance, like, what does it look like through your eyes? I'm never going to be able to find out, but it might look different 
through all of us, yeah. things taste differently. You know, some people cilantro tastes good. Some people it tastes like soap. Yeah. It tastes like soap. <laughs> it tastes like soap to me too. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a surprise. It's all in the soap camp. <laughs> but, you know, and I would say that this whole idea of personal truth really gets amped up as we go into next year. Finding those things that resonate with us at that deep level, mm. whether it's on the light or the shadow side of things. And being yeah. able to hold our truth when the collective is telling us it's wrong in some yeah. way, that's, yep. that's another invitation for bravery. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. And in some, and in some ways really being invited to get out of the, get out of the fast lane, you know, of, of not just coming into what we feel is our truth, but then feeling like we have to get everybody onto our team and just, just finding the place that feels good, where we can say each one of us, this is my truth. I don't need to, to preach it or evangelize it or share it with anyone. I'm just going to live it. And then, and I, and I love it because it always goes back to that Harry Met Sally moment, right? (laughs) It's like people start to see you living your personal truth and they want to know how, what, what is it that makes you spark? What is it that lights your fire? And, and that exploration then to be able to share those aspects comes and is received so differently than this is the truth, the ultimate truth, you know, and, and if you don't believe it, there's something wrong with you this permission. And it's, and, and it's funny because the greater consciousness has been talking about this all year, even before the beginning of 2021, but it feels like it's, we're, we're, we're like at the gate of where this becomes really important for our peaceful existence, each one of us individually, for our feeling of safety and security when outward safety and security might not be there in the same way that it once felt for us. And it really does feel like both a parachute and like a snuggly place to sit and and nest at the same time. And getting there, I think is, is it can feel like having to somehow find our way across this big crevasse, but it really is not as big a leap as it feels. Yeah. Of course this resonates as well. And I've been feeling this since 2020. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like what the greater consciousness is saying. It's like, it's, it's not as hard as maybe we, we might interpret it to be, you know, that, that we, you know, using the word bravery, using the word, using the word courageous, even to say, you know, what, what, almost like, what do I have to lose starting to come into contact with what really is important to me and what really resonates with me? I think, you know, a lot of us feel like we do that. And then the people who we love and the people around us and the people at our jobs and the people in our communities will somehow turn on us or, or walk away from us or, but what, what the greater consciousness keeps showing me is that it is the root of the new way that we come into community. You know, will there be pockets of, you know, you have to be on my team or you're not. Yeah. But we become less controlled by that herd mentality when we are solid in what we know to be our personal truth. Yeah. So when in, in the way that I'm feeling things, when we're courageous and we relax, we soften, we relax into our true essence, then coming into a community from that space and coming into our own truth from that space. That's a completely different feeling than like being brave, brave enough to stand up comes with like that, like, okay, I'm here to defend myself. 
here to fight for it. Like, come on, you're either with me or against me. But then there's the courage, courageous version, which is like the, I'm here. I am here. That's all. There's no, there's no telling people where I am. There's no telling people, Hey, come on, you got to join me. It's simply relaxing. That's rest and relaxing together. (laughs) Um, I don't, I don't have a preference over each of those words, but let's go with resting. It's resting in what feels true to you and knowing that that's enough. It's really interesting. So the greater consciousness is nudging me here um, to share something. This is a story. And, and actually, this is something that um, one of my favorite teachers, Abraham Hicks, shares a lot. And it's, it's this, I'll tell the story not to bring in like religious dogma into the conversation, but this story resonates with me so deeply. And I think whether you have a religious belief system or not, the, the story is going to make sense. So Abraham tells a story about how when, um, when the ill came in front of Jesus to be healed, he didn't see their illness. He saw their wellness. And this really feels on point with what the greater consciousness is saying is we get to focus our attention. Do we see the rebirth and where the world is, is being created in, in, rebuilding or do we see the illness but but after jesus healed the sick he said to them go and tell no one and it was very confusing as you can imagine because of course they're they were ill now they're well and they want to share this so that other people in their lives can also be well and so they asked why why don't you want us to share this and he said because the people who you're going to tell can't hear it They're not ready to hear it, but go live your wellness because the people around you can't not see your wellness. And from there, they will be inspired to be in their wellness. And I I love this because I think it just really emphasizes. And again, whether I, I don't, I don't know why I feel like I need to qualify it, but I'm going to, again, it's like, whether you have the belief system around religion or Christianity or anything, it doesn't really matter. But I, but the idea of the story, even call it a parable or a fable or a, you know, teaching moment is that most of the time when we try to tell people or convince people that our truth is the truth, our truth is their truth. It ends up causing more uh, uh, resistance and pushing against and separation them coming from a place of just saying, I know what my truth is and I'm going to go live my wellness. And that living my wellness contributes to the wellness of the world without having to say a single word about it, you know? And then people eventually will want to know more and more. How do you, how are you living in this way? But when they come to inquire, then they're ready to hear it. And I think that's, that's, I mean, again, this is a bigger conversation than what, you know, January, 2021 is bringing us because I I feel like this conversation becomes the basis for all the 2022, excuse me, all that we're going to talk about in 2022, all that we're going to talk about next year from an energetic perspective. How are we fostering this knowing within us, this trusting, this allowing, this this relaxing into the truth and how then is it, you know, beginning to morph and create the rebirth of our experience in the world. And then how does that ripple out into the experience that other people are having in the world? It's, it's big. <laughs> it's this big. is, I mean, I'm so excited. I feel like I've already seen this syllabus because this is the curriculum that I was handed through my dis-ease, my 12-week coughing journey. <laughs> Excuse me. I, my body got excited. <laughs> so did yours. <laughs> so anyway, um, what this idea of tell no one just live your wellness. That is in human design. What I've just been shown again and again and again, heal yourself, 
And by healing yourself, you heal others. It's not, you're not here to fix other people. You don't, we, as humans, we have these mouth holes. They're incredible. We can do so much with them. And we sometimes get confused and think we're supposed to do everything with them. Yeah. But not necessarily. We can maybe just use them for laughter instead of trying to tell other people how to live. We just live our wellness and don't ever underestimate the impact you're having on other people, the people that you can't even see. And I think something that's really important here is that we have to also be really conscious of how we judge other people's wellness or illness, because we find if we live from our wellness, but then we can't be looking around like with sonar, <laughs> boop, 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 illness, 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 right? It, 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 we, cause we don't know, we can't know someone else's journey, not from this human experience. You know, perhaps when we're non, non-physical floating around on the clouds, you know, at some point down the road, we'll be able to have a better idea of that. But right now, and again, this goes back to that personal, this is a personal journey. Our, our, what we feel is wellness or what we feel is illness may be someone else's wellness. And, you know, what you said so beautifully a few minutes ago about how, you know, we've got these these roles, you know, some people are here to be in, in the shadow and to really sort of bring forth the shadow experience for the purpose of this evolutionary time. So it could appear to be illness to us, but it could very well be their wellness. And that's why, and I, and I, and I mean, I love this saying, even though it can be taken out of context, but staying in our lane, staying in our lane is a really big part of what is to come. And that's not to say we don't gather in community and we don't share and we don't grow together, you know, but it means that we have to be less interested in what everyone else is doing and more invested in what is the wellness experience for us. Yes. Yes. And the phrase staying in your own lane, I always think of it as just like, live your life, live your life. You, I feel very freed from that's not the right word, but it feels very freeing to me. The idea of staying in your own lane. Cause it's like, you don't actually have to worry about what other people are doing. You don't have to go fix them. You don't have to tell them that they're doing something wrong because they're, they're not, or they are, or it doesn't matter. It's not your job. Right. Just live your life and love from like, it doesn't mean you're like, you have blinders on and you're completely ignoring everyone else and just like tunnel vision. Yeah. Well, it isn't about burying our heads in the sand. Right. But it is about being, it's, it's from a place of inspiration. And one of the biggest ways to discern the difference between getting involved because there's something that feels inspired to get involved with and staying, you know, in our own lane, doing, you know, living our own lives is that idea of when you want to share something with someone or do something for someone or educate someone or stop someone from doing something, where are you doing it from? Is it from the place of needing to be right because of your belief systems or is it because you feel inspired to get involved in something because that's how you're being called forward to live your energy, to live your, in your lane, right? Because I mean, we're still going to be, we're, you know, we're still humans and souls, you know, in this balanced or trying to be balanced way in this life experience, but it, it really comes down to where are you doing it from? You know, so often there are people who are so well-meaning and and, and it's not even about malice or, or, or not, but, but at the end of the day, people tend to meddle because they don't want to look at their own stuff. People tend to judge others because it's, it's, it's both a mirror and they don't want to see it in them. So it's easier to point it out in others, but also that you know, when we aren't looking for those things in others, it helps us to really focus on ourselves and not because there's something broken and we need to fix it, 
but where we're being called to, to evolve and to come to that, you know, that back to that capital T truth, that remembering of who we are and our wholeness. It's big. I know I've said that a lot, I think in this podcast, but it's, it just feels, it feels bigger than the words are, are, are coming out. Like in, in the greater consciousness is saying that, that it's, it's almost like there, there aren't words to be used right now to articulate how big this is and how big of a shift this is for us and how evolutionary and expansive this is for us. So they're just like, put exclamation points on this and the words will come later down the road. But, but right now they're saying that this is kind of what we can hear from where we're at, but it's bigger than this is what they, is what they want to just make clear. So we start with baby steps. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I can feel it as you're talking. I feel it in my body. I feel the bigness of it. And this is just an example, I think of where our mouth holes disappoint us. Yeah. Well, I think too, you know, again, it's, it's, it's what are people able to hear and comprehend right now, you know? And so when, when one of the things that I really love and trust so much with my connection with the greater consciousness is that they, they help me to find the exact words that people can hear, you know, and, and I love that because it takes the, it takes the heat off of me, (laughs) but I, because in my, you know, in a, in years prior, I probably would be sitting here having this dual conversation, like, help me explain this, help me explain this, give me more words. And now I'm like, okay, this is, this is the best, this is the best use of the words that we can all hear right now. Mm-hmm. And more will come. Right. I just love that. I mean, I love everything about you, Amy White. And I love that the greater okay. consciousness gives us exactly what we need to hear. Even when we're like more, more, more greater consciousness, like, no, yeah. this is for your best. And we're like, explain it different. Mm-mm, no, this, yeah, just trust. This is what you need right now. Yep. And it is, it's, it's like, it's like bite-sized pieces that helps us to ingest and digest and integrate and then come back for the next part of the meal, you know, yeah. like this really beautiful 15 course, <laughs> you know, with a little bit, a little bit at a time. It's funny that you say that too, because I mean, I, as a recovering type A personality, I, I've, I've in many times in my life, I've been like, okay, I understand this now. Give me all the information so I can just go and do it, you know? And it never really played out that way. And it's a good thing. When I first, I had one of the first energy healers I ever, I ever saw for my own uh, work. I remember saying, okay, we, we get it. I get it. I know what, you know, we need to do. So whatever, can you just like work your magic and energetically clear all this stuff out? And she said to me, if, if we did this all at one time, your, your organs would literally blow up like your physical body has limitations that your soul body doesn't have, but we are in these physical bodies. So to, 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 to be like the gentlest way for us to take this in and process it and allow it, allow, I love that word, allow it to bubble up and, and, and rest in the places it needs to within us. And then a little bit, a little bit, a little bit at a time. I mean, that's, that's, there's some magic there. I mean, there's some magic there. And, and it also allows us to practice being in the space of awaiting further instructions. Mm. And I think it's so just a reminder, stop meddling, silly humans. Stop trying to micromanage the universe. Cause I know it, if left to my own devices, I'm like you, I'm super impatient. Once I see it, I'm like, sweet, let's do it right now. Like, when we bought this house in Sarasota, I remember calling the realtor and he's like, when would you like to buy a house? And I'm like, today, like when uh, this is a typical MG thing, gate 53, like when I see something, it's now. And so the universe is like, okay, um, you're just gonna 
fuck this whole thing up. Okay. So let me take care of this for you. We're going to take this nice and calm and smoothly little bitty bite size pieces so that sometimes you won't even feel it. And then my human, of course, is like, wait, nothing is happening. It's happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty. I know that drill. Boy, do I know that drill. (laughs) But it is really cool when you can give yourself permission, each one of us, to really allow things to unfold. You know, that uh, I heard this years ago, I think it was Cheryl Richardson that said it, like, you are not the, you are not the general manager of the universe. The greater consciousness brings that up into my awareness often, you know, with my own self and when I'm working with clients and it's like, oh yeah, I'm not the general manager of the universe, which lets me off the hook because then I don't, I'm not responsible to make, to fix everything and make sure everything goes a certain way. I can, I can really step back from that and be like, okay, what's my role right now today? What's my role right now today? You know, what's my role right now today? One step, one step, one step at a time. It's pretty big. Again, there's the word. It's pretty big. So it sounds like (laughs) one of the words for 2022 is just big. Big. 2022, big. Big. Big, big. It also, I'm, I'm like, I'm just asking for the word because I, they gave me this feeling, but it's like, um, oh boy, what's the word? It's, it's like bigger than satisfied. You know, I think many, many of us are going to see some big things coming into fruition, into manifestation in the physical things that we've been dreaming about things that we've been working on things that we've been holding space for and and they're saying and things that we haven't even considered that are so on our path it's like satisfied it's like that feeling when you have a really good meal you're not stuffed is it nourishing it's nourishing but it's almost like yeah what's the word for when you it's satisfied, but it's more than, it's funny. It's like, no, satisfied, but it's more than satisfied. You know, it's that just that overall content feeling, right. Of, of getting that, like having that experience, it feels so delicious. And I think that was what many of us are going to have then this coming year in ways that right now we can't even imagine. Because how can we not? I mean, when there is this rebirthing happening, it means there's not one space in our lives that can't be positively impacted by that growth, new beginnings. We were talking about being the beginner (laughs) this last year. And I just posted the other day. um, Sometimes you have to have the courage to suck at something new. Oh, yeah. You know, and I think it's almost like my mantra going into 2022, but not in a way of like, you know, suck at it, but at, a, at that beginner place where the slate is clean, where we can paint it any color we want, you know, where we can take out the paints and the brushes and the pencils and the chalk and the, and the, and the, all the things that we've been waiting to use and do it and do it big. However, we're inspired. I just got this image of like literally dipping ourselves in paint and rolling around on a <laughs> canvas. Yeah. Let's do it. It's going to be big. Yeah. Big. I cannot wait to see. That's not true. I can wait. I'm really excited to see how this evolves for all of us. Yeah, me too. Me too. There is a hopefulness that's that's in the energy right now. And that's will be a breath of fresh air for many of us as we move into next year. Yeah. And just remember, it's not about January 1. 
Mm-mm. you know, this is an unfolding, this is a rolling out. It's, and it's, we're just like, we talked about the waves of, um, of, uh, the marathon, you know, it's, people are going to get onto the course at different times, de- depending on where they are and what corral they're in. And it doesn't mean that that's because someone's faster than someone else. It's just where we are on our paths, each one of us. Yeah. But, and, and what they're saying is that the, the other thing that will be big for 2022 is that, and, and I, and I feel they're making me feel like this is a really a big portion of us here. Listen, you know, those listening to the podcast that have been looking for their, we'll use the word tribe, their communities. This year will show, will, will, will show us, will help us to find, will bring together the communities we've really been longing for. Those deep, rich, nourishing, delicious, complementary communities. I have for, heard for that, for the purpose of us not doing this alone. Mm-hmm. I've been feeling that, that desire, that longing for that tribe and almost every guest on the find your awesome podcast has also mentioned that same longing. Mm. So I'm guessing yeah. that means pretty much everyone in the audience is also feeling that same longing. That's pretty much, that's what I'm feeling. That's what they're making me feel. Um, And, you know, with not without, not without good cause. I mean, one of the things that the pandemic did was separated a lot of community communities that were in existence, you know, back before 2020. And, and it hasn't, there hasn't been fully and wholly the energy support for those communities to start to reform. Um, Some will come back together, but mostly it's gonna be new configurations, richer, like richer, deeper configurations of these communities, of these tribes. Um, It will definitely be one of the things that we we will have this conversation a year from now, and it's gonna be really, it's going to be really rich for us in how, how we've experienced 2022. I feel like everyone with a four line in their profile just took a deep cleansing breath. And like, <laughs> oh, does this mean no more awkward small talk? Yay. Can we just live in the deep conversations, please? Yeah, I know. I feel I must, I must have that because that is so me. <laughs> it's you. It's <laughs> yeah it's everyone with a four line and then there are a bunch of other things in your chart that also <laughs> indicates Point that and you it. have all of those other things <laughs> that is not a surprise mm-hmm. is there anything else mm. that greater consciousness wants to share with us today you know they're 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 sort of just to put a period at the end of the conversation, they're saying one of the things that we will be really aware of, viscerally aware of, is this, when we get to these places where we're like, why isn't this over yet? And that impatience about the, 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 um, the tempo and the speed in which our lives are unfolding. And to, they're saying to be really aware that one of the, and, and this is true and has been true that impatience causes us a lot of suffering, but they're, what they're saying is that as we're moving into 2022 and the years beyond impatience starts to become bigger than just a crutch. It, w- it, it will be the point, the place where we will find our most suffering. And so we have, a, we have all the control over that. So just to be like in awareness, to catch yourself when you're feeling it. And in that impatience also comes comparison, right? Just because this person who's doing the same things that you're doing is further along on their path, doesn't, is, is no indicator that there's anything wrong on your path 
or there's no indicator that they've somehow gotten the lucky clover and you haven't. You know, one of the things that's really big and has been coming up a lot lately is this idea that we, we can't know anyone else's journey. And so comparison just becomes this, this separation thing that we do between our soul and our human experience that we don't need to do. We don't need to be there. That the, the indicators, if, if we don't know this by now, we, we're, we're going to continue to get the experience, to have the experience to learn it, is that those old mile markers and the old indicators, the old you know, to-do lists that we could cross off one after after another after another that allowed us to see the progress of our, of our paths, those, that doesn't exist anymore in the way that it once did. You know, that idea that if you keep doing what you're doing, you're going to keep getting what you got. <laughs> that almost doesn't, excuse me, <clears throat> that almost doesn't even play itself out anymore. But what worked in the past is no longer working. And so where we have these, where we have these very rigid charts and milestones and mile markers we need to become aware of that so that we can give ourselves space and grace to not be so tied to it. Cause that again is where we'll run into some bumpiness um, over these next years as we are continuing through this metamorphosis. Mm. I feel that's another one that resonates so deeply. Didn't have the words for it. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. And, there, and the, the, the greater consciousness wants me just to clarify a little bit. Like, there's nothing wrong with having goals. There's nothing wrong with having dreams. There's nothing wrong with putting things in our manifestation boxes. But it's what we do with those things after we identify them that really becomes important. And I can feel some resistance with people listening that, so, that say like, you know, I can't run a marathon without putting in training and without having a training plan and without having goals and all of those things. And that's true, but there's also this idea, and this is where the greater consciousness is going, where there doesn't have to be a rigid plan and you don't have to go along any kind of training plan or goal plan or project plan that's based on anything but your inspiration. And that, that's, that's the shift. That's where the shift is. So have those goals, hold those things in your heart, in your mind's eye, in your, you know, in the manifestation realm and whatever that looks like, but then let it, let the universe source, God, love, Fred, co-conspire and collaborate and co-create with you. I feel that hugely. And I feel like one tiny little spot that that's manifested for me in the last year, I've been doing the training. I didn't know I signed up for it, um, but I've been doing the training on this is the way my bike computer will just drop watts. It just starts making stuff up. It's just all of a sudden like you know, I'm at 200 Watts then I'm at 100 and then I'm, which is a big difference. And then I'm at like 250, and it just jumps. It's just like showing me numbers just cause, Hey, you wanted to see numbers. Here's some numbers. They don't mean anything cause numbers don't control you. Just listen to your body. Yep. How's it feel in your body? And I think that's big. And I will tell you like in all transparency, this has been a really interesting shift in evolution for me too. And not so much because you know, as I said, a recovering type A personality, I'm certainly not living my life in that realm. But one of the ways that I have navigated life, just who I am, is using mile markers, you know, real or otherwise. And so talk about the bardoist of bardos when, you know, when those mile markers no longer exist, you know, how do you, how do you navigate? And it really is, as you just said, feel it in your body. You know, your body will tell you right or left, forward or backwards, stop or go. Your body will tell you. 
And, and I think that's really, that's the evolution. That's where we're, we're moving from our thinking mind to our heart mind. And I'm really curious how this evolves for you as someone with gate four, which is the ability to corral chaos with logic. So it makes sense that you'd use these mile markers and you have that gift. That's one of the things your soul chose for you. So it, yeah. So it's looked like mile markers up until now, but what is it going to look like for you at the end of 2022? Well, that's a good question, (laughs) you know, and I, and, and what I can, what I can assume that's the right word. What I feel is that this heart, this felt sense way of moving about the planet just becomes a stronger and stronger superpower. Well, I don't think that my, and I don't think the greater consciousness is even saying that we have to take our logical minds offline, but, but, but they are saying that the logical mind has less impact or authority over the way we navigate through our life experiences than ever before. And this is a, this is really the shift when they talk about consciousness up, up leveling or, you know, this conscious awakening that's happening. It is the shift of really tuning into that heart, mind, the soul, the inner being, the inner wisdom, uh, and relying on that as the way to move about the planet. My it's, soul is jumping up and down right now. Like yeah, I literally feel it. My so chest good. is like, this is what we came here for. Cause my soul did not select any logic gifts for me. So <laughs> it's like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, it wouldn't surprise me uh, to see you playing some role as a, as, as a Sherpa or a guide to help people discover ways to tune into that heart mind because that is one of your superpowers yeah that's that's what I've been doing by default been told it's wrong for a very long time and the things that are super easy to us the things that we think what how could I teach that sometimes are the things that we are supposed to lead yeah and it may just be as simple as living your wellness Exactly. And not, you know, and not even having to convince people that there's another way. How that feels so easy. That feels like, oh, I could just live my wellness. I don't have to because I use the word teach and I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. I felt it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't want to do that. But just live my wellness. I can do that. Live your wellness. Yeah. I think that's it. I think if we could, you know, write it, write it on the script for Mm -hmm. 2022. I think if we start there, everything else falls in line behind that. Love your wellness. Live your wellness. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Amy. Oh my God. Thank you. Before we wrap this up, I forgot to ask you what delightful surprises have you experienced so far today? Oh my goodness. Oh, delightful surprises today. Well, I have this great hummingbird that keeps visiting and it's delightful and surprising every time it, it does. He, it's a he, that's what it's telling me. <laughs> I also got a text message from a very old friend this morning that surprised and delighted me. And I have to tell you, this is really silly, but thanks for asking this question. So you know, I'm going on, uh, I'm going on a trip for, for the holidays. And so last night I went over to the nail salon and got my toes painted and they're like this deep aqua blue teal color. And this morning when I got out of bed to get my coffee, they caught my eye and I, I smiled like a little kid. I'm, I'm not even kidding. I was like giddy with excitement that I have these blue toenails. So that was one of the that was one of my favorite surprise and delights mm. for today so far, but it's still early. <laughs> I know there are so many more delightful surprises coming your way. Absolutely. Mm. I love that. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, you're welcome. How can people find you? It feels silly to ask that everyone knows where Amy White is, but <laughs> can you just yep. give us, give us your deets again, please. 
Absolutely. The best place to find me is on my website at amywhite.co. All the information is there, services, videos, all my, uh, all my social platforms. I'm on very active on Instagram under MZ Amy White. Um, and I answer most DMs, uh, within 24 hours, but no promises. <laughs> and I am booking sessions now into, um, into late January and early February, which I just am, I'm, I'm loving. And, and I know that sometimes it can be hard for new clients who come in that have to wait so long, but, um, it's really, it's been a really, uh, fantastic journey. And I'm hoping next year I'm going to be able to re, uh, really relaunch my live, um, my live group sessions. That, that was so much fun where, you know, if you get eight to 10 of your friends together, I will fly anywhere in the U S and come and do, uh, you know, a couple of hours channeling questions and answers and all of the fun, all of the fun stuff. So I'm hoping, hoping I'll be able to do a lot of that in 2022. That sounds like an amazing opportunity. Yeah, it's so good. Well, Amy, I love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Love you. Love you. You are welcome. And thank you. And happy holidays. It's my pleasure. (laughs) Happy holidays. Happy 2022. Happy living your wellness. Whoop, whoop. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and think you know other people who would enjoy it, please share it with everyone you know. And if you are inspired to do so, please leave a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify if that's where you listen to the Find Your Awesome podcast. Everything you need to know is at kelseyabbott.com. That's where you can sign up for my newsletter list, which is how you can stay up to date with everything. I love you. You are amazing. Have a remarkable, amazing, incredible journey here on this planet. Go forth and be awesome.